everybody, and welcome to the 60th episode of the Foundation First Fitness Show with Bob Atko. And hope you guys are having a great start of your day if this is the morning for you. Uh, if you're on your way back from work, hope it was a pretty easy day, not too crazy. Uh, today, I really wanted to start talking a bit about running... Um, you know, it's it's we're we're pretty much at the end of March. We're really closing on that last third, uh, and actually we're in that last third by now. And um, we we really need to start addressing some stuff because I know a lot of you are going to start getting out there running. A lot of runners are out there already. Uh, the weather is slowly starting to get warmer, not as quickly as I'd like, but it's starting to get there nonetheless. So. Uh, we wanted to really touch on a couple of things and I wanted to really start by discussing, you know, some of the things I think you should be doing this running season. It's, it's usually the time of year where I see a lot of individuals complaining, especially runners complaining about, you know, the common things, the knee pain, the back pain, the foot pain, the tendonitis and all this stuff. So, um, put together a list of five things I think you should all be focusing on to drastically help you out. Now, what I want to mention to preface this entire show is that if you are interested and if you are a runner if you or if you are looking to start running, start maybe heading over to my Instagram channel, uh, Instagram page, my YouTube channel. If you're not watching this on YouTube, if you're listening to this on the podcast, uh, head over to my YouTube channel, check out my Instagram page, follow me on Facebook. Uh, I'm going to be dumping a bunch of information out there from little, you know, stretches, little things you could do with uh, different tools, um, you know, little workouts that you can do, things like that, just to really give you guys a little bit more content on the running stuff. Because I know this first month is really tricky for a lot of individuals, you know, they jump into it with a lot of stuff to be kind of sifted through. So it's usually a pretty crazy time. So it's probably the best time for you to really get all that stuff. in. so uh, to really kick things off, I'm going to go over the five things that I think everyone who, who is a runner or who's looking to get into running should be focusing on, especially at the beginning. So the first thing is tissue health. Now, if you've listened to anything that I've said over the last, I don't know, 59 episodes, one of the thing that one of the things that has really been consistent and kind of constant through uh, the first 59 episodes and continuing on will be tissue quality. So tissue quality, I'm talking about fascia and muscles. Um, if you don't know what t- fascia is, not, not really too important. You just need to know that uh, foam rolling is going to drastically help with that. So um, you know, I've been talking about how the benefits of foam rolling. I've been talking, talking about what you should be doing with the foam roller. Uh, again, if you've checked out anything on Instagram, check out YouTube stuff. I'm going to be dumping a lot of stuff on there, new content on foam rolling, stuff like that. Probably a little bit more geared towards runners because I know a lot of you will be checking that out and looking for some stuff and really interested in that stuff. So definitely check that out. But foam rolling has been literally the one thing that I've been pushing on a lot of my clients. We bought foam rollers here. We got custom foam rollers here uh, simply because it was, you know, I just needed to make sure that every one of my clients was getting something in that they really needed. Foam rollers happen to be that. So um, been really driving that home with a lot of my athletes uh, and a lot of my just the average average population who's just coming in to get healthy. Foam rolling has been one of the areas that I've really been pushing hard simply because the tissue quality has become huge, uh, so important. So I love doing it. So tip number one, focus on tissue quality. It will drastically improve your runs. It's going to drastically improve your recovery and it will definitely help fend off a lot of injuries that are going to come about, especially when you start running. Number two is going to be progressing slowly. This is probably the one area that I think 
probably has the largest impact on a lot of individuals get either dropping running completely really early on or getting hurt a really early on usually it's caused by progressing too quickly so what i mean by that is you're starting going all out on your first week and by week two your body's just kind of collapsed and given up so one of the things I want you to be really just kind of understand, and when I say this, I'm being 100% honest about this, uh, if you are not a usual runner, so if you're starting off running, this is more for people who are starting off running, but if you haven't been running for the entire winter season and now the spring hits and everyone's just kind of jumping into it, really, honestly, like I, I wouldn't even run for more than for more than a kilometer each time you go for the run in that first week. The reason I say this is your body's going to be, your body's going to respond a lot to even that one kilometer run. I know it sounds like it's completely like ridiculous. It's absolutely nothing. Guys, your body will respond insanely to that very, very, very small shift in stimulus and shift in activity that you're going to be doing. So that one kilometer is more than enough. And honestly, whether you run a kilometer, whether you run eight kilometers, it will not impact your progression later on at all. So take your time, run very short distances, even run intervals. So stop and starts like don't you don't have not I don't mean by like sprint stop and starts, but I mean, you know. Go minute on, minute off, minute on, minute off. So jog for a minute, walk for a minute, jog for a minute, walk for a minute. Really try keeping that intensity down. Keep the volume down. Let your body just kind of get used to running again. You know, you don't have to just jump right into it. Okay. Uh, Third thing is core strength. So again, I'm going to be posting a bunch of core routines that you should be doing. The reason we want to focus on the core is that the core is really just allowing our body to stay in that nice symmetrical position. It's holding the shoulder, you know, it's holding shoulders on. It's really doing that by holding on to the rib cage and the spine. It's making sure that everything up top is moving nice and fluid. So as you're rotating your arms and as you're trying to, you know, as you're jogging, your arms are rotating back and forth. You want to make sure that that connection is going well, it's it's basically you're transferring that energy from the lower body across to the upper body. You're keeping everything nice and symmetrical. You're allowing everything to move properly. Secondly, when with the lower body, you're making sure that the hips stay nice and balanced. You maintain that nice neutral spine that I'm always talking about. That nice gentle curve in the low back. You don't want it to be completely flat. You don't want it to be an excessive inward curve. Just a small enough curve that you're in that nice neutral spine position and then holding it there and allowing everything else to work around it. So core strength is going to be huge. It's one of the driving forces in everything that I'm doing today. And core strength will definitely be one of the areas that you can really look to to make a sizable improvement in your runs. It's going to be the best way for you to really start gaining a little bit more control in the lower body so you can generate more power and therefore cover more distance in a shorter period of time. So throw in core workouts. And again, check out Instagram, check out YouTube. I'm going to be posting a bunch of stuff on there as well. Third thing is hip mobility. So uh, hip mobility. I know I use mobility. I know I'm always kind of talking about mobility as not being the, 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 the real word forever for it, but you know, essentially hip mobility, what I'm, I'm actually talking about hip mobility is your ability to control your hip through a wide range of movements. So when you're running, one of the areas that will generally get tight is your hip. The reason it's going to get stiff and you're going to kind of lose that control is because of that repetitive movement. You're causing constant repetitive loading in that one position. So if you're not 
constantly working on maintaining a nice complete range and control throughout that entire range, you can really start losing a lot of that ability as you run. And a lot of that is going to start going up to the back. So your low back is going to start really looking to create that movement because your hips just can't. So if your hips don't move, you're going to go get that movement elsewhere. Generally, it's going to go up high and go right to the low back, which is why some runners start feeling a little bit of back pain. It's not always the case, but oftentimes I've noticed with a lot of my runners, it's been that low back just feels it because the hips just aren't doing what they're supposed to be doing. So spend a little bit of time working on some hip mobility stuff. Okay, so take a look at some of the hip mobility stuff that I'm going to be posting. Really going to be really important for you guys. Do it on a regular basis. You will start seeing results. And finally, foot health. Foot health has become one of the probably one of the biggest areas I've been focusing on lately because it's just kind of, you know, I really started picking up, started focusing on that a couple of years back, started really noticing that the foot had a huge, huge impact on what a lot of athletes are doing. Um, and one of those areas, one of the things that usually happens at the foot, as many of you uh, runners have noticed, whether you're a seasoned runner or you just started running or you're back to running, you know, a lot of people are going to be hearing it. You'll hear it. You'll hear a lot of people talk about it. If you haven't heard of this, haven't really experienced this before, but, you know, a nice plantar fasciitis or, you know, Achilles tendonitis, basically what it means is that there's a, there's an overuse stress on the, the tendon that's at the bottom of the foot and, and the tension underneath the foot has just become too great, causing a little bit of a strain. So, usually the things you're going to need to do for this is in is kind of start practicing some good foot health having a good foot health regimen so the first thing i'm going to say that's you know i don't want to go too deep into it but the first thing i will tell you is you know looking at a shoe getting a shoe with a high arch getting a shoe with a nice solid that big solid arch that big cushion in your heel is probably listen carefully probably the worst thing not the best thing the worst thing yes you heard correctly worst thing you could do for your feet let me explain. When your heel is too high, what that does is that stops the natural recovery of your stride. So when your foot comes down and hit the ground, you're going to hit with the heel because your heel is so much closer to the ground than it's supposed to be. Because that heel is so big, it's kind of creating another, you know, half inch on your heel. You don't want that. You want your body to kind of glide right underneath and just kind of come in contact with the ground. You almost want a completely flat, very moldable shoe. What you're looking to really mimic is essentially like a naked foot run. You don't want your foot to have any any type of you know, artificial support. Your foot is designed to support itself. They've been doing it for years. If we couldn't do it, we wouldn't be able to run. If we you know, if we were naturally going to get, if we needed, you know, all this support and all this cushion and all this, you know, this structure and all this, well, we would have been born with it. We wouldn't have not just had to have it. Like what did people do for the last couple thousand years? We just don't run, don't go for a jog. You know, I mean, think about it logically. If we were getting a tendonitis before we had shoes, if you walked any further than, you know, two, three kilometers without shoes on, well, you'd be in a lot of trouble because your foot would start hurting and then you'd be, you know, you'd be exposed to being killed by predators. So I really don't know how that's possible that you would need that. It doesn't make sense to me. So every single one of my clients that I've ever worked with in here that's been a runner, triathlete, uh, Ironman athlete, ju- like, and I'm talking 
that's not just everyone. I literally do this with figure skaters, hockey players, football players, everything. You name it, soccer players. You name it. I do it with everybody. They don't even have to be athletes. It could be the average population just trying to get healthy. First thing I'm looking at is foot health. So remember, you're going to go from, you know, a lot of you are probably wearing dress shoes or at work you're wearing some kind of fancy shoe that's a lot more restrictive that doesn't have a lot of movement it doesn't it's not very pliable so your body is just suffering from having like a lack of exposure to good movement at the foot your body just starts feeling it your foot gets weak you lose the nice healthy structure of your foot so what you need to do to prevent a lot of these tendonitis issues that are going to be coming around and these this kind of plantar fasciitis that you're going to be dealing with, the first thing you're going to want to do is get get a nice little, little cross ball, get it underneath your foot, start rolling your foot, start massaging the foot, get some of that tissue, get all that tension out of there. Do it every single day. You know, you're going to want to spend about, you know, I would say an honestly a healthy 10 minutes. It doesn't have to be 10 minutes all at once. You can do two minutes, two minutes, two minutes and spread it out throughout the day, but you want to get about a good 10 minutes to on each foot of just rolling the ball underneath the foot. It doesn't have to be extremely fast. You're not sprinting through it. Just slowly rolling the ball under your foot. Apply a little bit of pressure. It's going to be a little bit sore. That's okay. You want to go and look for that. Just kind of create a little bit of, you know, you want to create some movement in that tissue. You want to get some blood flow there. Tissue quality is what it's all about. So that's number one. Number two, with the foot health, you really want to start creating some good understanding of how to balance yourself on that foot without collapsing in on the arch. You want to be able to hold that arch up high. It doesn't mean that you need to have an excessive arch, but you need to have some kind of arch there and you want to be loading it. So you want to test it. You want to test the limitations of that foot. The more you do that, the more healthy your foot is going to be, the longer your running season is going to be. So again, I'm going to be posting a bunch of stuff related to all five of these uh, all five of these topics. Probably going to be throwing in some nutrition stuff over the next couple of days, some mobility stuff, talking a little bit about there so you guys can all pick some of that information off. This is not going to be geared uh, information later on that I'm going to be posting on this podcast. It's not really going to be geared specifically to runners, but it doesn't mean you shouldn't be taking some of this down and using it because you know you are an athlete. The second you start running, you're falling into that athlete category. So once you start moving those legs, you need to start taking some advice from all the people I'm going to be bringing on the show to really start going over some stuff. Whether it's you know stuff about hockey, there's still some there's still some carryover. So don't be shy to listen to and use some of those some of that information. And again, head over to Instagram, Bob Ack Owen uh, YouTube channel is Bob Ack Owen. Again, just search up Bob Ack Owen. You're going to see it. Um, and you know what? you're going to get a ton of information just from checking out those those two places and really start using some of that information. All right, guys. So good luck with that. Give some of this stuff a shot. Let me know how you let me know how it goes for you. Leave a little comment. Leave a little thumbs up. Let me know what you guys think. And until that next time, guys, keep building that foundation for more fitness tips, tricks and ideas. Follow me on Instagram, Facebook and YouTube at Bobak Owen. That's B-A-B-A-K-O-W-E-N. Music for the Foundation First Fitness Show provided by Beware of Darkness. You can find them on Spotify and iTunes.